Hi, I'm Dr. Jackie Fenton, and this is Your Health Matters. This week, I wanted to talk about sleep. Uh, Sleep is definitely a common question that I get um, in the physical therapy world. Um, How do I get myself set up for the best sleep possible? And it's a good question. Sleep is really, really important. Um, I find that we are in a place that we're starting to understand that more. I think there was a time where people were like, ah, sleep less and get more done. And I think we're starting to see that uh, sleep is incredibly, incredibly important. It's important to help restore your body, uh, particularly if you're recovering from an injury or have pain. Uh, Getting sleep at night helps um, your body to basically reset and help you recover. Also helps your brain Um, to kind of file away the memories from the day and helps to restore the brain as well. So sleep is incredibly, incredibly important. Uh, The recommended amount of sleep is generally seven to eight hours and check in with yourself, right? Do you feel rested when you get that much sleep or do you need more? Or do you need to adjust the times that you go to bed and get up in the morning? And you might just have to play around with it if you're somebody that's not feeling super rested after sleep, right? So just because the evidence says seven to eight hours of sleep, maybe your body requires more, maybe it requires less. It's just something to um, kind of play around with and see what works best for you. So there are a couple of things to consider with sleep to get the best sleep possible. Um, We call it sleep hygiene. And I generally give this to my patients that are experiencing pain and having difficulty with sleep. Um, When you are getting your sleep in order, it might take a few weeks to finally feel the effects of it because it takes some time and some consistency to finally see, see those changes. So here are some, here's like a list of recommendations that I give to, to patients to help with their sleep at night. Um, so the first thing is, is being really consistent with your routine. So going to bed at the same time every night and getting up in the morning at the same time. And so I like to go by the 80-20 rule here. So 80% of the time you're very consistent about that and 20% of the time it's not going to happen. And so that's okay. And though, right, just be consistent about the time you go to bed and consistent about the time that you get up in the morning. And so I'll just add to that that some people are night people, you know, night owls. They like to be up late and then sleep in late. And then some people feel better getting up early in the morning. And so again, there's no one right way for this. This is just something that you have to determine um, for you and what works best for you. So for me, I'm an early riser. No matter what time I go to bed at night, generally I'm up at 6.30 in the morning. So my bedtime is, you know, around around 10 p.m. so that I can be fully rested for the day. For my husband, he wakes up a little bit later. He gets up a little bit later. Um, and so he goes to sleep a little bit later than I do. And so, you know, again, it just varies. And one way is not better than the other way. I think um, particularly in the self-help industry, people are like, get up early, get up early. That's that's the best way for you to be productive. And 
It might not be for you, so don't feel so don't feel bad if you're somebody that gets up a little bit later in the morning. It just kind of depends on your own personal um, sleep schedule and what works best for you. Uh, the other thing to consider is that you want to have a bedtime routine. So there are certain things that you do every night before you get into bed. And that'll help you kind of prime yourself to relax so that you feel um, sleepy, actually, when you get into bed at night. So um, some things that this might look like is you come upstairs and you brush your teeth, um, wash your face, get get yourself into pajamas that are comfortable to sleep in, um, maybe read before you go to sleep at night, right? So just finding a routine that helps you prime yourself to get ready to go to sleep at night. The next thing that's important is your environment, right? So making sure that your room is really dark. Uh, Having blackout shades is really helpful so that you don't get that light in, in the room. When you have light in the room, it actually starts to wake you up. So having something completely dark is really, really helpful with your bedroom. Um, having your bedroom at a cooler temperature. I think they recommended when I was reading um, some some research about having your bedroom be at 68 degrees Fahrenheit is the is the preferred sleep temperature. And again, it's just kind of a trial and error process. But generally speaking, when your bedroom's a little cooler, um, it just gets you into a better um, place to actually fall asleep. So your body temperature actually drops when you go to sleep at night. So if you can get yourself a little bit cooler, then you will fall asleep easier at night. And then the final thing for the environment is making sure that it's quiet. And particularly what I have found really helpful for myself is having a white noise machine. So then um, it's a consistent sound while I'm sleeping at night so that if other sounds are occurring, it doesn't disrupt my sleep. And then I'm able to sleep through the night. We even use it for my um, for my toddler. And when I travel, um, if I don't bring my sound machine with me, I just use my phone at night like I have a, a loop for for white noise to help me sleep at night. The other thing they recommend is not looking at your electronics or watching TV 30 minutes before you go to bed at night. So that um, blue light that comes in from your phone actually disrupts um, your circadian rhythms and the ability for melatonin to be released, which is the the um, the hormone in your body that helps you get sleepy at night. So it's important to shut off those electronics 30 minutes before you go to sleep at night because, again, that will help you get ready to actually fall asleep at night. The other thing is don't drink a gallon of water before you go to sleep. You know, start to limit your intake of fluids about um, an hour before you go to sleep at night. Same goes for alcohol, right? So maybe don't drink that alcohol before you're going to bed at night. That's going to also disrupt your sleep. Checking in with your caffeine intake. If you're drinking it past a certain point um, in the day, that might disrupt your sleep at night. So these are all just like things to consider if you're struggling, struggling with sleep at night, right? And then definitely make sure that you move, right? So if you move and exercise during the day, this is going to help with your sleep at night. Um, When you move your body, it actually helps it to feel 
tired later on, right? So you don't have all this pent up energy that you're keeping inside of you. So definitely moving your body, exercising really helps um, with your quality of sleep at night. And then finally, your bed. Only use it for sleep and sex. And that will really help to get your brain adjusted to the fact that this is where I sleep at night, right? So if you're doing other things in your bed, right? Like if you're doing work, if you're watching TV, um, you're basically this disrupts your routine and makes it a little more difficult to sleep at night. So this is like a really long list of stuff <laughs> to kind of implement. So I tell my patients, if you're struggling with sleep at night, choose one or two things to start with consistently, right? So maybe choosing your bedtime or, um, you know, not drinking as much water before you go to sleep at night. Choosing one or two things that's going to help you start to get into this better routine for sleep. So notice, though, how my list here did not have the best way to sleep in your bed at night because there is no best way. I think that's the other question that I get a lot is like, how do I set up my pillows to get myself in the best position to sleep at night? Or what's the best pillow for me to have so that I have a better night sleep? And honestly, the research says there is no one best way to sleep in your bed. There's no one best pillow. Um, Basically, having these sleep hygiene techniques is supposed to really help you be able to have a good night's sleep and be able to get those seven to eight hours that your body really needs. So with that said, in my clinical experience, there are a couple of positions that there are a couple ways to position pillows at night that can help you with your sleep if you are experiencing pain, right? So if you're not experiencing pain, I wouldn't mess with with how your bed is set up at night, right? Um, But if it is something that you do experience, then this can be, these pillow setups can be really helpful. So I'm going to go through three different sleep positions and you can't see me, so I'll try to explain it the best that I can. And then um, I'll have like a post on Instagram that kind of follows up this so you can visually see um, how to get into position with these pillows. So if you are a back sleeper, things that I recommend is when you're sleeping on your back, make sure that you're shoulders are actually off the pillow. So your head and neck is the only thing that is actually on the pillow. When your shoulders are on the pillow, it actually tilts your head back a little more. And so that can be uncomfortable. The other thing that I would say with back sleeping is if your low back is bothering you, sometimes placing a pillow underneath your knees um, can put your pelvis in a diff- in a in a little more neutral position. So then that can take um, some stress off of your spine when you are sleeping at night. Now, again, this is not a forever thing. Um, you can set up however you want to sleep on your back, whatever is comfortable for you. But these two things I find really help people if they're struggling like with neck or shoulder pain or or back pain when they're sleeping at night. Um, the other common way to sleep is obviously on your side. So ways that I recommend for setting up sleeping on your side is sleeping with a pillow between your knees. Again, this just creates your pelvis to be neutral while you're sleeping. So that's helpful for your back and for your hips. Um, Again, making sure that your shoulder is not on your pillow. 
right? You just want your head and neck. So essentially your shoulder goes under your pillow a little bit when you're sleeping on your side. And then finally, uh, the last position that you can sleep in, at least that I know of, (laughs) is sleeping on your stomach. And for this one, I recommend having a pillow underneath your shins. So again, this puts your pelvis in a neutral position, taking stress off your low back. And I actually don't recommend having a pillow under your head and neck here. I recommend just sleeping flat um, with your head tilted to the side. And so again, this just keeps your... um, keeps your spine in a neutral alignment. And all that to say, you do not need (laughs) all those pillows. You don't need to be positioned that way, particularly if you're not having pain. You don't have to change anything about your sleep. You know, when we're sleeping at night, we tend to move. We don't tend to just be in one position the entire night. So even if you get yourself set up in the perfect position, you'll probably be in a completely different position when you wake up in the morning. So I find that sleeping um, with those pillows and in those positions can help you fall asleep at night and you don't have to be married to it. You're not gonna get injured in your sleep, right? Um, There's just not enough, movement or impact happening unless unless you like fall out of bed onto the ground maybe maybe then you can get injured in your sleep um but there's just not enough movement um that's going to 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 trigger any injury in your sleep um but if you are experiencing pain sometimes these positions can help to get yourself comfortable so your body can actually relax and have yourself fall asleep at night So I hope that these sleep tips were helpful. I hope it alleviated any fear that you have to be in a certain position when you sleep at night. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. You can follow me at Dr. Jackie Fenton on Instagram, and I'll post um, from this week some pictures of the way that you can get yourself positioned at sleep at night if you need that help. And thanks for tuning in to Your Health Matters. And I look forward to speaking with you next week.